0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Selling a little or a lot? Podcast, All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
2: All right, guys, welcome into the Go247 podcast. I'm Glenn West, the senior writer here at the site. Uh, we have some breaking news to share with you today. Um, Sonny Ship, is always, is joining us, our, our recruiting guru here at the site. Um, Javion Toviano, top 60 player in Go247, composite rankings, number six cornerback, has committed to LSU. Uh, Just another really great pickup for Brian Kelly, Robert Steeples, Jordan Arsema, the entire recruiting staff. Uh, Just a really, really big big deal for LSU to land. Uh, One of the more coveted, uncommitted prospects left out there. Um, Just a a really special football player that – LSU is now up to 25 commits in this class uh, and really looking to put a, a strong punching stamp here uh, on the early signing period. Uh, Sonny, I'll turn it over to you. Just I'll start out with a quick and easy one. Just what are they getting in this guy? What does what, what, what Toviano offer to, to really make this a, a, a special, special commitment for LSU? Well, he definitely he
0: checks the marks as far, uh, checks the boxes as far as the having the physical side, having the physical schools. Physical uh, tools. A, a solid six foot, one eighty five, one ninety guy who could come in, who could play some corner, could possibly play some safety, depending on on how his body uh, matures. But a three year starter in the Martin High School secondary over in the uh, in the Arlington, Texas area, and uh, you know that that's that's something that I, I think that you look at because the level of competition over there. Where they play at, you know, you play. They're playing some. They're playing some big boy ball. And so, for a sophomore to be able to come in and to be able to just, you know, not only break into the starting lineup, but also to be able to hold on to it, picked off three passes over the course of his career. Registered over a hundred tackles. I think he broke up uh, nineteen passes over those three years. So, a guy who's active, who's getting his hands on balls. Uh, I guess you see why he's playing defense and not on offense if he's only picked off three of them <laughs> over those three years. But you have to like what they're getting. You know, Robert Steeples has to like what he's getting. You look at that room, that cornerback room. If you just look at it the way that it stands right now, you've got Seven Banks, who's a graduate student. You've got the Terrence Welch, who played this year. He'll be a sophomore. And then you have two redshirt freshmen in Jordan Allen and Jalen Davis Robinson. And so – you don't have a lot of guys. You don't have a you don't have anyone with any experience really, especially in purple and gold. And Seven Banks hasn't played in a while. So, you know, he's gonna have a lot of rust to work off there. So LSU needs some guys who can come in physically ready to play early. Toviano will be an early enrollee. He'll be on campus for spring ball. That'd give him a big jump right there on, on the process and getting acclimated to it. You know, LSU is going to have some transfers. They're going to bring some transfers into the equation. You have to. Can't go with an inexperienced room like that uh, to start the se- To start a season. And what you think uh, will give you a chance to play for a championship with all the good pieces that LSU should have coming back. So, I think Toviano, I think he addresses some immediate needs. And, uh, you know, LSU still has some work to do in that room. But, man, getting a guy like that locked up over in-state Texas, in-state Texas A&M, Michigan, Georgia, you know, you beat out all the heavyweights for him. And kudos to Robert Steeples, Kudos to Sherman Wilson, who played a big role in this uh, recruiting specialist at LSU, along with Jordan Arsamal. Those two team up to probably, you know, give LSU just a a dynamite tandem in that department. And so just a lot of, you know, a lot of guys really did a good job and, and helped bring home what is, you know, what is really, you know, one of the, I think, cornerstones of this class.
2: Yeah, you mentioned a couple things there that I think really stand out. And, I mean, just looking at this freshman class right now, you add Toviano to a group that includes at the moment, uh, Dalen Austin, uh, Ashton Stamps, um, Jeremiah Hughes out of uh, the Las Vegas area. Um, just I mean, it's a pretty loaded freshman class so far for LSU. And I think, you know, it, for me, I, I wrote this in a piece that, that dropped on uh, our site, Go247, uh, shortly after the commitment. but um, this just signals to me that they're looking to get younger. There is a concerted effort to get younger in that cornerback room, in that secondary. Um, they, that they, I mean, look, they, you can only use the transfer portal uh, to to make major overhauls for so long, and it's something that Brian Kelly has really talked about uh, a lot during his tenure here. Is that they want to build from freshman up, and I think if you get guys like this, guys like Toviano, who is already really physically gifted I mean I don't think there's any question that physically he'll be able to walk in and pretty early compete for some playing time next year and you you couple that with the fact that you know LSU is not afraid to play freshmen as they get this tenure started so I think there's just a lot of really good opportunity for these young players to come in and compete for time early and earn their spot and and they'll see the field but uh you want to mention something
0: yeah, I I, I I hear you on the like on the want to get young, want to get young theory. Here's my problem with that is that in order to get young, I think you have to have some veteran presence, too. Sure. And when you look at, you know, let's just let's let's just consider this, that if LSU, let's say LSU didn't dip its toes into the transfer market at all. Yeah. And let's say they entered with what they have and what we think that they'll get. You know, you could potentially look be looking at a graduate transfer to seven banks, a sophomore in LaTerrence Welch, and then you've got freshman Jordan Allen, freshman um, Jalen Davis Robinson, freshman Javian Toviano, freshman Ashton Stance, freshman Jeremiah Hughes. And then if you add... Desmond Ricks, who should be a senior in high school next yeah. year. You know, and yeah. then let's say let's say you add Denver Harris, you're adding a guy who played only five games, right? You know, last year. That to, to me, if you're gonna make a championship run next year, you've got to get you've got to get someone who's got some legitimate and real experience at the p level. You know? And yeah. even when you add one piece to that, man, that is such a young DB room. And, yeah. and the problem that I have with that in that regard is that, okay, now you've got six, six guys who could potentially be in your cornerback room all in the same class. Yeah. So what's going to happen a year from now when only two or three of those guys are playing? That yeah. six-man class that you brought in all of a sudden shrinks to three. So I I think it I I think it's a you know, I, I know what Brian, I can I know exactly what Brian Kelly wants to do. He doesn't want to have to rely on the transport portal as much as he needs to. But I think that he's probably a good two to three years away from being able to do that at that position just because of the of how bad of a shape it was in when he got there. You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. And look, I think that they need to hit the portal for some extra veteran talent. Uh, in the secondary, whether that's cornerback or safety, where there's still some balls up in the air with some guys who who haven't made their ultimate decisions yet on whether they're coming back or not. Um, but I, I was just speaking more just like, you know, the, 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 there's just a more concerted effort to try to get younger in that. Yeah. Way.
0: Oh, and I'm with you. And I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. And I get what the board, you know, and I get what the board, you know, what the board is saying too with all of, with getting all of these young cornerbacks and everything and stuff. You know, you just run into a, you know, I, I just think you have to be careful because you can get yourself into a situation to where, to where all of a sudden you've got a cornerback list now that other coaches are pointing to kids and saying, OK, well, you got nine guys in that room right there. You got six in this class right here. And, and a lot of that stuff. I mean, a, a lot of that stuff you know, does play out in recruiting like that. And so I just think you have to kind of be careful because, you know, we say in recruiting that perception is a lot. And I I think that it's very easy for others to create a negative perception of things when they look at those, you know, even though rooms may not be crowded because we know how bad LSU's cornerback position is, you know, as far as needing depth, as far as opportunities to come in to play. Hell, three of those guys could come in and play next year, you know, could, could very well easily go in there and play next year. But when you've got a 45 year old coach on the other side trying to get you to come to his school and, you know, it can be very easy to to manipulate those numbers, you know, with these, you know, with these kids and with these parents. And so that's why, you know, when I when I when I take more of a cautious approach, when you start adding all these young pieces in there, you know, that's kind of what I where I'm what the angle that I'm coming from.
2: Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it also shines a light on player development. They're big on player development down there. Um, You bring in these freshmen, you're hoping that maybe a couple of them can be ready to play next year um, in in, in some spot areas, but um, it's a risk. It's a calculated risk that they're taking with all these guys uh, in this freshman class. I agree with you completely there. And it does beg the question, what does this cornerback room look like in terms of transfer portal additions you mentioned Denver Harris uh, another young guy with a lot of eligibility left that got his feet wet a little bit in the in the SEC last year but um, I mean outside of him is there anybody that you kind of keeping your eye on or is there uh, just just your overall need for uh, another veteran voice in that room yeah he has three
0: years left to play and then uh, you know Gavin Holmes a kid out of New Orleans played his high school ball at Rommel um, played. Uh, he's got two years left to play. Spent some time. Spent his time up at Wake Forest. Got a good. Uh, you know, he he he's one of those guys that that you look at and you say, okay, he's not a. You know, he wasn't a lockdown corner who just controlled everything to where you look at him, you say, okay, this is a definite plug and play guy right here. But I think he's a guy who who could potentially be that kind of guy. You know, right. who could potentially be a plug and play guy. Um. But, you know, I, I I don't hold him in the same regard as maybe we did a Jared Bernard Converse when he right. came over to where when he came over, you know, you were like, OK, this guy's going to have one side.
2: He better and, uh, start.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, you know, he's the guy. So 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 he's one that uh, he's one that from talking to some folks. I know that they like and, um, you know, in the transfer portal, you know, what we see right now, I have a feeling that the transfer portal is going to look a lot different here. You right. know, schools are just now getting out or uh, not just now getting out, but are, are wrapping up finals where kids are now home. They've been home for a couple of days or they're going to be getting home for a couple of days there. Uh, you're going to have ball practices coming up to where, you know, some guys are probably holding out hope to say, okay, let me see what I get in the bowl practices. That'll give me a kind of an idea with all the guys opting out. And then when they still don't see those reps in the bowl practices, I think you're going to see some more guys that's going to kind of lead to maybe that, uh, that late push that we see in the portal, you know, after the bowl games and and things of that nature. So there's still some guys who could come out, but, you know, in a, in a in a situation to where if LSU could only you know if LSU only got Denver Harris and Gavin Holmes at cornerback, I think you feel you know I think you feel okay about that situation going yeah. into the spring, just knowing that okay you know we've got to have some young guys step up and Le- Terrence Welch could be one of those players. Right. He's a guy that you know he he's a guy that they like his height, they like his length, they like the way that that he held up in, himself as a true freshman this past year. Think he saw action in about 10, 11, maybe 12 games, um, right. a lot of work on special teams and stuff, but he was one of those guys to where if it got to a point to where they had to start looking into that freshman class of guys, you know, he was going to be the next one up. Right. And so I think he's a guy that you look at going into the spring who probably has as good of an opportunity as anyone else, um, you know, to have one of those starting spots when we've, get the first chance to see them in the spring.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And just another thing to add on top of that, I mean, you can, you know, land Harris and Holmes or, you you know, add whatever you need to in this uh, window right now. Uh, But there's a second transfer portal window opening after the spring. And so it could be a scenario where you take all these freshmen, you take all these young guys, see what you got, And then maybe reevaluate again after the spring and maybe hop in the portal for a a more veteran voice that might be available at that time. So I think I I believe Seven Banks was a late addition, wasn't he? Or was he a? uh, Yeah, he was a summer edition. Yeah, he was a summer edition. Yeah, he was
0: a summer edition. And and I think he was a and uh, he was a graduate student, too. Yeah. He had he had already graduated, and so you know they have that more flexible window to where they can transfer anytime. Just like Jaden Daniels last year, he came sure. in. I think I think it was like March, basically, yeah. or fe- late February right. when he came in. So yeah, so there's 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 time. other
2: opportunity out there if you need it. Um, you know, I think if you have swing and missed on a couple guys this cycle, you could certainly look uh, at, at you know after the spring at, at reevaluating things. So. Uh, we just wanted to come in here, get a quick reaction on this news. This is obviously really big news. Uh, we got another big decision coming up uh, in the next week with uh, with Desmond Ricks, who's going to be signing during the early signing period. So we we'll And be, he'll be uh, on
0: campus this weekend, too. Yeah,
2: he'll be on campus this weekend. So we'll be back, and we'll be able to uh, give you guys a little bit more uh, inside stuff as the week moves along. So we'll be back later in the week for another pod. But uh, just wanted to get up this reaction news. Uh, big land for LSU to grab get Jaden Toviano uh, to a secondary that's hoping to really build uh, on, on some youth talent here moving forward. So uh, with that, we'll be back and uh, catch you guys later.